Hello, friends. Welcome to Success for Whole Ass Humans. I'm your host, Shari Bellucci, success strategist and well being coach for entrepreneurs, creatives, artists, activists, and thought leaders. I'll be your guide as well as your companion along the journey to cultivating a life grounded in your version of success while navigating the ups and downs that come with living a life as a whole ass human. We're often all going through such similar experiences and yet we still feel isolated in them. I've created this space because I know that there's power in having our experiences normalized and how deeply transformative it is to know that you are not alone. If you're going through an experience that's challenging or complex in your life or business and your brain has hit a wall, I want this to be the space that helps you open up that dialogue and conversation with yourself so you can explore and look at things in a way that ultimately helps you feel better and lighter. Like all of my content, my intention is not to present a one-size-fits-all solution, but to offer you possibilities to help you move through the stuckness so you can truly embrace your identity as someone who gets to create wild success, whatever that means for you, while being a whole-ass human. Let's dive into today's episode. So for today, the insight I want to share around expansion is really this CEO mindset that's required to hold more and more in business. And that is the ability to separate action from emotion while making space for both. And I think this is such a skill that has to be cultivated and practiced. And the majority of my clients cultivate through cultivate this through coaching. Obviously, you can do your own personal work and gain a lot of these tools. And in fact, many of the clients who work with me end up doing this either before we start working together or after if if they're complete with our coaching and are going into an integration period or transitioning out of coaching, right? Like this is not a practice that is one and done, but I think once you create that pathway and that habit of doing this, it gets infinitely easier to do this more and more. And the importance of separating action from emotion is the fact that you allow your actions to support your desires, right? Our emotions don't always support our desires. And I think that's important to name here. And I think one of the things that can be so difficult about entrepreneurship is that the way we're we expect growth to look often isn't the way growth actually looks in practice, right? I think that's why so many people have started talking about what quantum leaping looks like, what it means to hit your next level, right? But the nitty gritty of kind of what happens in your mind is not something we often have access to. Luckily, as a coach, like I coach dozens of clients and I get to see what happens for them behind the scenes, right? But unless you're actively spending your days coaching people's brains and seeing these patterns, you probably just have your own brain as evidence. And so it's harder to normalize some of these patterns as just being par for the course. And we can often make them really like personal and think it's about our specific brain doing weird specific things. When often this is just kind of the patterns that brains like to run when we're in a period of expansion. And I think that's just really helpful to give yourself a little bit of a break, show yourself some grace and be able to like 
know how to move through this kind of period where your brain is super active and you're having a lot of emotions and emotional responses to what's coming up in business, right? Maybe you're worried about signing clients. Maybe you're feeling financial pressure. Maybe you're feeling um, wobbly around the way you supported a client and wondering if you did enough there. Maybe you're questioning the service you've provided. Maybe you're in comparison and comparing your timeline to someone else's and really wondering why it's not happening at the pace that you want it to. There's so many instances where there's opportunities for us to get into an emotional response in business, particularly when it comes to our own results, right? Or when it comes to like human to human dynamics, we might start to assign meaning to things, right? Maybe um, someone responded to a piece of content, or maybe someone didn't respond to an email outreach, or maybe like there's so many opportunities where we as a human are interacting with other humans and we're layering our own perspectives and um, past experiences onto these situations. And so it's really important to be able to name what piece of what's coming up is the emotion and what piece of this is the action you want to take. What often happens when we're in a very activated state, right, or if we're in a triggered or reactive response, we will blend the emotion and the action together. And the skill and the practice that we're cultivating as CEOs who are operating really sustainable businesses and also prioritizing our well-being and taking really excellent care of our whole ass human selves is we have to be able to discern and separate those two, right? And then make space for both in separate containers. And so when I talk about being able to separate emotion and action, the number one thing that I think is helpful in cultivating this habit is being able to name when there's an emotion coming up right? So often when we are in um, in a cycle of having, having that emotional discomfort or having an unpleasant emotion, we, we want to justify it to ourselves, right? We want to find the reason why we feel this way and kind of like our brain starts to go down this stubborn um, defending itself kind of a dynamic. And so instead of, instead of like, succumbing to that defensiveness it's almost like we want to just like give ourselves permission to feel what we're feeling and name what we're feeling when we're trying to avoid what we're feeling because we're afraid of judging ourselves we think that emotion is not a good one to have and therefore we want to try to avoid having it right those are the things that cause us to bypass the emotion instead of making space for it and so part of this is really being nice to yourself and having a lot of compassion for the fact that you're a human being and that you don't get to choose every emotion that you experience, right? I think there's definitely a misperception in our space about mindset and the fact that we get to choose our thoughts. You don't get to choose every thought you have. Like sometimes thoughts are are instinctive. They're things that come up without our conscious control. And so emotions can be very much the same thing, right? Having an emotion does not necessarily mean something about you. And I know that's really hard to practice and embody and give yourself permission for. But if you can, that's where you got you get to be at choice, right? You get to be at choice and create some separation and 
a little bit of a stopgap between the emotion that's being experienced and the action that we're taking, right? So maybe a client does something that really activates you and you have an emotion about it. Maybe you feel taken advantage of, but you feel guilty for feeling like they're taking advantage of you because they're paying you so well. So maybe in that moment, you need to give yourself permission to name the emotion, to make space for the emotion, right? And so you make space for the fact that you're feeling taken advantage of, that you're feeling resentful towards your client, that you feel like they don't deserve to, I don't know, be entitled the way that they are. And and you're just like giving those emotions some breathing room. And I think one of the things that can feel so fucking scary, especially if you have experience with trauma, right, is like giving emotions space feels really scary because you're worried that the emotions might overwhelm you. And this is where I think it's so important to know yourself and to know your own capacity and to be able to check in on, okay, if I give this emotion some breathing room, am I just afraid of what's going to happen? Or is there is there something real here where I actually need to be really careful about giving this emotion too much space, right? We don't have to like peel and go into every trauma just to make space for our emotions. So I want to be really cognizant of that. But I think it's also just really helpful to acknowledge that what actually happens when we make space for emotions is they start to dissipate, they start to lighten, and some of the intensity that we feel actually gets transmuted when we name it. Whereas what our brains think on default is that if I give this any oxygen, it's going to get bigger than me and get uncontrollable, right? Which is why we tend to bypass big and uncomfortable emotions. And so I think it's really important to remind yourself that that's simply not the case and that you actually might feel better by airing some of that out, by making space for it so it can be transmuted into a different emotion, a different energy and and stop weighing you down and feeling as heavy in your body. And so when we make space for that emotion, that also gives us space to come to more of a neutral ground in terms of emotionality, right? If there's a really activated emotion, that's that's a signal that we need to like regulate. That's not a signal that we need to go act on something, right? Especially when it comes to business, we often can afford to take a beat. And so when you're in a highly emotional state, Give yourself that breathing room, give yourself that space so that you can come back and look at the situation to decide what action actually serves you here, right? And so when we move through that uh, that emotion in the example, like I just gave, you feel like your client is taking advantage of you, you're having those feelings of resentment, then maybe what you can do is maybe through sitting sitting through that wave of emotion, you realize that like, oh, I... I'm just really activated because I know that I pour a lot into people. Here's where I may be like over-delivered and over-care took. And I felt like that wasn't met with as much appreciation as I wanted to. I tend to carry a story that I hold everyone and nobody appreciates me. And that's kind of like my go-to thought pattern when I feel when I feel low, right? It's just that like people are taking advantage of me and nobody appreciates me. Cool. I named it process through some of that viscerally. And now I get to see like what action needs to be taken here. 
did this client actually demonstrate that? What does the client need? What do I need? What does my business need, right? And that really allows you to parse through those different tiers and arrive at an action that actually feels good to take. And you can do this in the micro and the macro decision-making in your business, right? When it comes to deciding on how you want to sell your next offer, right? Maybe you're deciding between what you want to do on a launch or deciding on pricing, right? All of these things, you can apply the same process, but it's going to take multiple iterations for you to get this down, right? Because we're not just separating action from emotion. We're actually going from having action and emotion be a one-step process to learning to see them as separate entities and then to see them as separate steps, right? So it's almost like we're we're taking this thing that's really conjoined and we're peeling it apart into two separate spaces. We're like, here's the emotion, here's the action, right? And then we're actually making space to integrate that emotion, making space to think through and analyze that action. And those, those skills are going to serve you so freaking well in business because it's going to mean that there's less bullshit for you to clean up. It's going to mean that you don't feel as intense and heavy because you're constantly bypassing your emotions in business, right? It's going to give you space to be a human, which means you're going to feel a lot happier showing up into your business because your business has space for your life, for the range of emotions you have as a human. It's going to feel a lot more sustainable to run that business, knowing that you don't have to avoid those uncomfortable emotions that we all experience as human beings. And it's also going to allow you to be very strategic and not feel like your business is at the whim of your emotions, right? Because sometimes we're simply in more activated states. Maybe we have a lot going on in our personal life. Maybe the world is on fire. Maybe there's a really hard situation happening in your business or at work that you have to support yourself through. But that doesn't have to mean that your action mirrors that volatility that sometimes our emotions can have. And often I find that emotions tend to stabilize when they have space to be witnessed and transmuted instead of trying to always like squash them down because we're afraid of what might happen if we give it that oxygen. So that's all I have to share with y'all today. I hope you take this insight into what expanding into a really successful mindset in business looks like and practice separating action from emotion even this week as you're noticing like where your activation points are what are the things that get you riled up where are you spending a lot of your mental real estate each week each day what are the things that your brain is chewing on apply this frame and see if you can start to identify like where is the emotion here? What is the action I want to take here? How can I make more space for this emotion? How do I give it some breathing room, give it some oxygen, let it take up space and see how that creates some capacity for me to look at this action step from a different, more neutral perspective and see how that really changes how you actually feel in your business. I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Success for Whole Ass Humans. If you enjoyed this episode or have found this podcast valuable in your business journey, please leave us a review so that more people can find us and we can keep spreading the message that we get to be whole ass humans and create wild success. If you want to connect with me more, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Shari Bellucci, and I will see you all next time.